Welcome to Full Immersion. So everyone's spent 10 experience and taken in advance. Alice, you're up first. What has Tegan taken? I became stylisher. Or more stylish, if you can talk proper. (laughs) Yes, I bought an additional style point, so I now have two in style. Yeah, uh, style makes sense as a buy, because Tegan has been... I mean, you were just on the news, so you're better at presenting yourself. My my life is fast-talking. Yeah, exactly. You bought some new scarves. Perfect, that's a nice simple one. Uh, Chris, what has Esteban bought? Uh, I have taken a new move, um, which I will now read for you. Uh, it's called Blend In, and it says, When you're about to be caught somewhere you shouldn't be, but look and act like you belong there, roll cool. Uh, you get 10+. plus. No one thinks twice about your presence until you do something to attract attention. If you're all 7 to 9, you'll be fine as long as you leave right now. If you do anything else, your presence will arouse suspicion. So Esteban is feeling um, a little bit um, exposed by recent missions and events and wants to be a bit more circumspect when he's doing crimes. Nice. That's a fun move. Yeah, it's the it's the move is essentially you're a boring nerd and you yeah, it's people you're a boring nerd and if you claim your tech support, no one's going to question you. <laughs> uh, Don. Uh, yep. So I am also taking a move, meaning I now have six moves to keep track wow. of. So that's oh my fun. goodness! Um, but a lot of them are quite minor. Anyway, this one is also pretty simple, luckily. So I have picked up CV angles. So when the action phase begins, I gain an intel and a gear. Uh, so a lot. I mean, things went a bit wrong on our last mission, so it's, I think it's going to represent Harris being a bit more organised and prepared in future. And I also sort of have an idea that maybe Amelia might help out a bit more, and this could represent that as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice idea. Okay, Jono. Um, following the last uh, adventure, the last mission in particular, um, Shell's been feeling a little... She's got edgier. <laughs> she's developed some edge. Shell is now all angles. And I've got CV angles, so I can see... <laughs> okay, you can see edge. <laughs> see Shell. Shell has become edgier. Um, <clears throat> it is worth pointing out, because we are starting to get to that point where we need to know how many advances you've taken. I think you've all taken three. Do you know if that's true? Do you know if that's true one way or the other? Because once you get to five, you can you get access to the second lot of uh, advances. Uh, did anybody else have any other points of business? I know there was some discussion about changing a directive at some point. Is that been? Is that something you want to do, Chris? Or are you actually? Happy yeah, well? I was going to change because I think one of them doesn't work that well for role playing as much as anything else, and that was the protective. Uh, I think Esteban is still naturally protective, but. He's currently protective of people that he has worked on or enhanced or whatever, but I don't think that's working so well. And I think there's a relationship building up with Shell. So I was going to ask to change, to change it to be protective of Shell. I am happy with that. Jono, are you happy with that? Yes. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm, uh, I don't know if that's going to be... Uh, it's up to you as GM how that will mechanically affect the game. So it's got to be a hindrance for me, right? I've yeah, got, I've got so be, I, would, yeah. I would word it as overprotective. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I've agreed. got a problem with it narratively, though. That's fine. Does anybody else have any other points of business? Are we going to recap a little bit? Because it's been a while, so... Where do we finish the last session? Like, leaping out of an exploding hopper or something? Oh, like yeah. That? No, no. We, we had a fairly clean getaway, right? Like, everything kind of went a bit nightmarish, but we did get away clean. We failed the mission. So Gabe's annoyed at us. I think that's the main holdover, right? That was where I was at, is we, we messed up, but no one got, like you know, badly injured or, like, captured or anything. Uh, yeah, Gabe Gabe hasn't contacted you since then. You told him... I remember you told him that everything went a bit wrong, and he said, OK, at some point I'll be in touch. But he hasn't been breathing down your neck and you've had no contact with him since then. 
Uh, this session is set a little bit after that. Uh, I would say probably about three and a half weeks. Um, you've probably kind of been lying low for a while. Yes, definitely. Harris has been lying low, right? Because he was Yeah, pretty... I still had a lot of heat on wanted me during the last <laughs> mission, so I probably took a bit more time to shake that off. Yeah, that 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 hasn't gone anywhere really. You are still you are still wanted, but you're not a huge deal. Not on the TV ever every five minutes anymore. No, you are on the TV just after the mission because you because uh, people thought they saw you at that at that big old mall. But um, you've not done anything interesting since then, so it's probably okay. So we uh, open in a flat. Um, we are you are in the flat of one Anaya Chamberlain, who's one of Tegan's old friends. Um, uh, so Tegan is there and they has contacted you telling you that she she's got something that she thinks you're probably going to be interested in but she also has a favour to ask of you I don't know which other characters would be there and they uh, sounded a little bit scared on the phone so I don't know if you would have brought one of the other characters with you but if it, if you just want it to be you it could just be you I think it would probably just be me. I think taking a known wanted criminal along probably wouldn't do wonders if she was scared. A small girl, it would probably just be a bit weird. Oh, so I guess there's good reason for asking Esteban to go along just because he's got a vehicle. So it could be like, <laughs> take... Ta- <laughs> wow, such value in the relationship. No, like, would you come and, like reassure we can get this person away if something's gone wrong <laughs> uh, if you need me to yeah i can sit outside i guess might be the best thing um so it's kind of if someone's in trouble i can be like it's okay we can get you out of here yeah let me lurk on a, i'll lurk on a street corner like nearby so nair chamberlain is an old university friend um you the two of you used to be close but you kind of haven't seen each other in a while you both got quite busy with jobs and careers and stuff um she was she's also a journalist um, she is a she's a like um, a blogger for a small time like New Angeles news news site basically, um, and she said all she said when when she contacted you is she has some info but she thinks she doesn't think she can do anything with it and she's kind of scared to have it and she thinks that it might be of interest or of use to you, um, so she's got you to come to her flat. Um, her flat is. It looks like she's done a hasty, tidy up job before you arrived. You pr- get the impression that it's probably a little bit of a tip a lot of the time. Uh, she lives alone uh, and she seems nervous when she answers the door to you. Um, and she shows you into her little living room. There's a little coffee table space um, and she kind of just gets into it. There is a like uh, a dark red, um, like a memory stick on the table. Memory sticks are very much like anachronistic technology yeah. is that the right word like, old school yeah it's like the equivalent of what a floppy disk would be now most things are sent over feeds um a lot of the time when data is on something physical it's because it's like d- uh dangerous or suspicious or just or or is something that someone powerful would be interested in so that immediately gets your attention and um she says uh yeah um there's i guess there's two things two reasons i've called you here the first is is this info that I have, and she points at the memory stick on the table, um, and she's like, um, "This, I think, I've something pretty big has landed in my lap, but um, I don't really know what to do with it." And um, you're the person person I know who I trust that I think it might be the most interest to. Um, I don't want to get into it too much, but um, a disgruntled NBN employee sent this to me, and um, what's on it is uh, kind of scary. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, but um, there's also something um, that something bad is happening and I don't really know what to do. And again, you're the first person I thought of that maybe might know somebody that can help. Yeah, just tell me what's going on and I'll see if I know anyone. She's like, um, you remember our friend um, Anderson from college? Anderson is just another kind of like person that you were, you would say a friend with, but not super close with. In, in sure, yeah. Um, he, she goes, uh, well, he's he's got himself into some trouble. He got a job straight out of uh, university, like a good job as an engineer for, uh, for Melange. Um, and it was like, you know, a big get. And he's been really happy with it for the last few years. But um, apparently as part of the contract, they put some cybernetics into like his brain um, to let him do some like high speed calculations and process his surroundings more quickly. Um, but now he wants out of the company. He didn't tell me why, but he's signed a contract with them where he's locked in for another five years. Um, and he's pretty sure that the cybernetics in his brain means that he can't leave. Um, so, yeah, that does sound about right. Yeah, so he, he needs to get them taken out. He doesn't really want any direct contact with you because he's already worried about this. He already thinks that they might know that he wants to leave. Um, and there's like a weird complication. There's a, Because there's a tracking device on, this, on these cybernetics that he has, um, he doesn't think that they could be removed or tampered with on Earth or up on Luna where he works. Um, but he thinks it might work if you can remove them while going between the two, if that makes sense. I don't really... On the beanstalk? Pretty much, yeah. Wild. Uh, I don't know much about them. He didn't tell me anything. Maybe you could find that out too. That's Yeah, I might know someone who can help with that. Um, I guess I'll talk to them and then get back in touch with you. If he doesn't want to talk to me directly, then I'll just do this for you, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I don't want to be too involved, though. She looks worried. Yeah, for sure. She says um, he can pay you pretty well. Um, he's got up a good salary and then once this is dealt with, I don't know what he's going to do, but he seemed to think that he could sort that part himself. He must have a plan if he wants to leave a good job like that. Yeah, I guess so. We should now, now is a good time to roll to get the job. Um, getting the job in this case kind of represents like an heir doesn't want to get involved, but you might be able to like get more info out of her or get her to help you in some way. Um, and there's also the classic pays well, doesn't attract attention, employer is identifiable. Uh, eight. <laughs> Choose one from the list below. The employer provides useful information, mark intel. The employer provides useful assets, mark gear. The job pays well. The meeting doesn't attract attention. The employer is identifiable. Um, so intel definitely sounds good. I definitely think not attracting attention with MBN is a good idea just because our clock with MBN talent recognition is super high at the moment. Is it clear which faction, which uh, division of MBN this would affect at this time? It's not really. In fact, it's going to be HP, right? So the information on the memory stick was MBN, or at least sent from an MBN executive. The dude who needs help uh, works for Melange. Oh, that yeah, sorry, which is Melange, neutral. Yeah. And it could be HP cybernetics, but yeah, the, the mission counts as being run against Melange at least at this point. So you get to pick one of those. Um, what do you guys think? I'm leaning towards uh, Intel. Call, so, yeah, you're yeah. your one in the situation. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. I'll go with Intel then. Okay, uh, so Mark Intel. I think I think what this probably represents, although we don't know exactly what the Intel is, but it represents that Anaya is probably going to go back to Anderson and get some more info that she'll ping back to you at some point. So that's probably what that Intel is going to represent. So once you've agreed to do it, um, she's like, um, uh, thank you so much, Tegan. This means a lot. Um, she looks at the memory stick again. She's like, I kind of want this out of my house. So I trust you. You can just have it now. Uh 
sure i'll pocket it i'm just gonna send a quick message to someone uh i know who's like real good with cybernetics oh perfect to just to see the scope of this and and kind of his initial thoughts on the matter so yeah i will message esteban uh so i assume this sounds pretty awkward right i i, I guess it's possible but the tran like doing it in transit's a bit bit tricky but there are lots of stops theory, on the beanstalk my understanding is there's lots of places you could just stop it's brain surgery so but it is so- brain surgery <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, that is true not going to be doing it in the back of a car then yeah esteban's initial read is that this like this this surgery is uh, an inadvisable procedure like it wouldn't be very a very textbook thing to do but you could probably do it i do actually have a move that i've written for doing surgery for, in yeah. this case <laughs> Wow, earlier than usual, Alex rolls out the custom move. <laughs> well, like I think it's probably useful for you to know what the what the roll will look like if you are going to roll for this, right? Because um, you might be able to prepare some contingencies for it and stuff. Uh, I'll put it on roll twenty in just a second. Uh, going back briefly to Tegan, as soon as the you've agreed to do this and um, taken the memory stick, you can see the tension drain from Inair's face, and she looks extremely relieved. You can tell she's kind of been bottling this whole thing up for a while. Before I leave, I'll be like, don't worry, you're not going to get mixed up in this. It's like, thank you, Tegan, I appreciate it. Uh, you also all need to stake cred on this. I think, I assume at some point, or at least for the sake of narrative convenience, you have an in, you will have an in-person meeting about this job. I guess when I go back down to Esteban outside, I'll be like, this probably is going to be just as hard as it sounds, right? Yeah, I think we can do it. Uh, Harris is probably going to be quite useful for kind of the transport arrangements that's sort of his sort of thing so assemble the crew are we doing one of our classic esteban's garage meetings a spinning owl motif goes into the screen <laughs> out again and we cut to <laughs> that really is a superhero show for shell so you should all state cred we should just do that now because it's going to happen at some point you're all fairly well off right i'm pretty rich less after gabe screwed us i don't feel rich yeah i'm not super rich well shell's way poorer than everybody else i think Oh, no. Oh, okay, there it is. Shell and Tegan are both quite poor. I don't feel rich. I've got four. Yeah, four is how many I've got. I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but Harris is kind of a money-grubbing bastard. Like, every time there's a cost that involves money, he's always like, Look, you need 20 credits to retire, okay? Yeah, you're saving for retirement. Okay, I'm going to stake two credits. Am I right in thinking if you stake more than two, the legwork clock fills up? It does, yes. I will also stake two. I don't think this mission is Shell's bag, but she does consider it a fun trip out if she gets to go on the beanstalk. But I will only bid one cred. I will balance that out by staking three, because this is this sounds... Uh, I knew you were going to Esteban should. It's got Esteban written all over it. Yeah, it makes sense for Esteban's character to bid three. Uh, while we're in the garage, I'm going to root through my stuff to find what useful things I can find for Oh yeah, mission. you should all... If you have any moves that you need to make now. I think Tegan has notes for a story as well. Uh, so I've rolled 13. Sweet. So you get a billion gear? I get... F- Free gear relevant to my areas of expertise. I've also rolled 11 on my thing, so I've got three hold. What can you spend your hold on? You have to remind me. Following effects. Ask one question from the research list. Uh, find a piece of evidence that links this mission to a current story. Start a story clock and a linked noise clock, or roll to gather evidence. Oh yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> all that clock stuff you do. That clock stuff might come up soon, actually. What kind of... 
do we see do we get a look at some of the gear that you uh, that you assembled uh, Esteban obviously we we don't know exactly what it is yet but is there a bunch of like cybernetics division branded stuff yeah, or is it just my, my guess is it gets more alarming so it's quite professional stuff right is it I, I guess a bunch of it is stuff that I lifted from HB so some of it will have the logos kind of scraped off some of it might stuff the logos the logos on but it's quite kind of high end stuff but I guess it gets quite alarming quite quickly as I consider what I need for brain surgery and start getting out like clamps and and various parts of <laughs> Like to start assembling a kind of what looks like a small torture kit on the table. Cool. Okay. Uh, before this, a few bits and pieces, and then I'll let you all get into it. Sorry. Before this meeting take, takes place, has Tegan looked at the memory stick that she was given yet, or are, are you are you waiting on that? Oh, I'll, I'll probably do it, like when we get to Esteban's garage. So there is only one thing on the stick, and it's uh, an audio file. Um, it's a low low quality audio recording. Uh, of someone that identifies themselves as an NBN employee, although not by name. There's been some voice treatment on it too. It's kind of like a robot voice. Um, And explaining that uh, they're worried and scared about a project that NBN is currently working on. Um, He says that he he thinks that what's happening is um, NBN is kind of aggregating data from all their their different branches into one kind of mega database. so that basically they can assemble a data profile on each individual that they have any kind of data on. This kind of thing is is uh, expressly forbidden by New Angeles government. Like they're aware that NBN has potential to do this, and so they're definitely not supposed to. Uh, and the employee also explains that veiled threats have been issued to employees who have expressed doubt about what they're doing. Um, he's not sure exactly what what they would do to someone that stepped out of line, but he's pretty worried about it. And as a journalist, this strikes you as a big deal and kind of a problem. I have added a clock for this story if it's something that you want to pursue and it's something that might be concerned by a later mission. So yeah. if you look on your screen, there's story clock, NBN data aggregation. At any point, whether during legwork for a different mission or on a mission, you can try and go out of your way to find evidence towards this story if you believe it to be true, or I might give you opportunities to do that. Um, just having a quick look at the gather evidence. This relates to the gather evidence move, basically, when you gather evidence to break a story. So this I, this is an aspect of your character that we haven't used yet, so I thought I would introduce it here. Oh, I also need to make a noise clock for this. Okay, cool. That's the story. That's all, I think that also represents the story being covered up or you being, you being discovered, basically. So I'm going to start noise clock MBN data aggregation also. <clears throat> it is also worth pointing out that if you fill up the story clock, this would probably be a big enough deal for MBN that their clocks... Probably for both of the MBN corps we have would probably go down, like because they're on you guys specifically. They would probably get some of them would get deleted because they would have more important things to focus on. So there's another reason that you might be motivated to do this. So how does everybody feel about this job? I guess is worth talking about quickly. It seems fine. <laughs> we kind of have to extract someone, but they want to be extracted, so that's fine. I assume you're capable of pers- performing the surgery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Easy. There we go. So they think that the cybernetics won't let you remove them. Um, apart from in between worlds at some point when it comes to actually if you want to talk about the journey i can go over because i've I've broken it down basically so the way i understand it alex is the beanstalk is just a big train line from earth to the moon yep and every so often someone gets confused about why the orbit wouldn't just shatter it just like the android board game depicts it the beanstalk just comes right out of new angeles and points directly at the moon and like there's barely any gap between them so it does look a lot like it just goes straight there so Anderson, the person who we're trying to extract, 
thinks that these cybernetics can't be removed except in between the two worlds. So, but that's just maybe their opinion? I would advise us trying to check that out before we execute on any sort of plan, if we can. The problem is presumably they're custom, that these are, this is sort of custom thing, so it's going to be hard to tell without either working, finding who did it or looking at the cybernetics. But it's a good question. Apart from that, we know they work for Melange and they want to be found, but you don't really have a direct contact with them. Yeah, yeah, I've got to go through someone so that's the first job right? yeah it's going to be a, a lot harder if we can't communicate with them because we sort of need to let them know we're coming maybe i'll like ping a message to oh, sorry what was that anaya anaya yeah and be like it's going to be quite difficult for me to catch up with anderson if i can't get in touch with them to arrange a time and place one option is that at least some of the team makes their way up to the moon in advance of the mission and does some preparation up there, and part of that could mean making contact with Anderson to set up things, depending on how easy that is. Um, Anaya does message you back, Tegan, uh, explaining that Anderson has told her that there are some times when he's going to make the trip, and he can... He, he he has sent that schedule to Anaya. So if you were going to go with Anderson's plan, which is do it when he's in transit, you can have the dates. And he goes like reasonably regularly, like a couple of times okay, a week. That's good. He goes to cool. or from. That's ideal, right? I was kind of worried that we'd have to. Yeah, I was worried we were going to have to go to the stop. moon and steal this guy and come back. That seems really easy, man. Is this as simple as meeting him? you know, in Midway Station or something in the middle of the beanstalk. Do you want me to briefly go over, by the way, what the actual journey looks like? Yes. We should do for the benefit <laughs> yes. of our listeners, not for us. I'm just trying to find... I believe all this stuff starts on page 101 of World of Android. If you do want to do <laughs> right, some... Listeners, turn to your exercise book. If you want to do some homework, <laughs> it is by no means necessary. Um, although I can't find the actual bit. I have my Cliff Notes version, though. Um, okay, so if you're going up to the moon, uh, you start at... Uh, Plaza del Celio, I think it's pronounced, which is like kind of the big station, essentially. So, oh no, it's, it's, it's where the station is located. The station is in the plaza. You then get a pod from Earth Station to Midway Station, which takes about 50 minutes. And then you get to Midway Station, which has got shops and restaurants and stuff, and it's got mi- there's microgravity there. So I, th- I think that there's, I'm going to say that there's like artificial gravity on the walkways and stuff, but uh, it's it's located in in minimal gravity. Oh, in fact, Midway Station. This will surprise you. Is halfway up the beanstalk. <laughs> the t- the top of the beanstalk is this part called the counterweight. Is that the Challenger planetoid? That's the Challenger planetoid. Yeah, and that's where the ships go to. Yeah, stop that's where the actual ships leave from. So so we could do it. So we could do it at Midway Station, which is built up, I guess, and maybe easier to access, but also possibly in range to be determined. Or we could do it at the Challenger planetoid, uh, the counterweight, which is. Maybe harder to do and harder so what, to get to. So what we like essentially that. need is a facility somewhere, right? We we need to find somewhere where we can do this this procedure. Okay, so here we go. So the the counterweight is sorry, the Challenger planetoids uh, is fixed in orientation to the Earth, right? Yes. So there's the near side and the far side. Far side is where the port is that goes uh, that goes to the moon. This is the Challenger Ferry, it's called. From the Challenger Ferry embar- embarkation, a traveller can catch transport for Starport Kaguya on the moon. Travellers in a hurry can board an express ferry that will get into the moon in about a day or so. Yeah, there you go. While so-called slow boats use the momentum imparted by the Challenger planetoid to drift outward uh, through lunar space on a long curving trajectory without the use of any fuel at all. 
Uh, that takes several weeks. Yes. I assume if this guy's like a business challenger working for Milan, you'd probably have access to the fast ships. So like, one option is we do it on the boat. <laughs> we have like a day. A day's enough time. So time-wise, there's plenty of time, right? It should... Do we want to go to the moon? We could just meet at the planetoid yeah, and like... sneak off into a back room and do it. If the trip takes, let's say, two days total to make the entire trip, right? Like, he probably has some free time to like some so leeway. I imagine there also needs to be a, at least a small amount of recovery time. Like, for this guy to recover from extremely invasive brain surgery? <laughs> Depends how uh, invasive Esteban thinks his brain surgery is. It's brain surgery. It's pretty invasive. So, so yeah. So, one option is we try and, like, find a disused room on the starport on the Challenger planetoid and sort of set, up, we can hire for set up a little surgery suite in there. Whatever you might need. Sounds like a safe way to do this. That's I think I think so. But we want to do that as you know discreetly as possible and not attract attention. Yeah. In terms of getting up the beanstalk, um, if you do it in kind of a in a thrifty way, I'm not going to cost you any money. We just kind of assume that's being reimbursed um, by Anderson or like Anaya. Anaya has probably given you um, like some funds, some mission funds that would cover you traveling. Let's just leave with that and not do any of the other jobs. Classic Harris. Look, we're ahead. Turns out if you screw your contacts, you can just make many marginal gains <laughs> as you piss away your reputation. That's like going to a job interview and stealing stationery and being like, well, I'm already one up. And just leaving. Um, yeah, but if you want anything fancier, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost you more. If you want to get if you want to get the express ferry, I won't charge. I don't think you'd be charged any. I wouldn't like make you pay any credits but if you want to hire stuff or like get a nice room or get like private pods or that kind of thing then it would start to cost money there might be medical facilities there right like there are employees and people who live there so Can't we might really be able to use those right but we might be able to bribe our way in or whatever yeah the facilities might exist already is what i'm saying and we might just need to find a way to use them it's worth stating that if you get good enough facilities you won't need to roll the move that i made for the for the surgery because you, you actually if you actually are doing because the move is for not doing textbook surgery if you can actually do some textbook surgery then i won't make you roll yeah there is i guess the possibility there's already some medical facilities up there we could just sort of co-op for a day yeah you can use legwork for this is a kind of a legworky ass thing like we also i guess need to be mindful i assume there is security on beanstalk transits like what you can take on board i assume there's something like airport security going on yes so i mean they might let you take a big bag full of brain surgery tools or they might have some interesting questions for you there might be like ID checks and stuff, right? Like, is is Don going to be able to even go up? That's uh, also true. Earth? Yeah, I don't imagine that transport security has got any more lax in the future. So the minimum is going to be like an airport. I guess we need to. Uh, ideally, we can speak to Anderson in some way, and ideally, we can look around the Challenger planetoid. Maybe those are the in, two most obvious things. Maybe in one of the times he is traveling, we could, uh, like, one or two of us could go and kind of talk to him and see maybe find out if he knows any more if you go up the beanstalk more than once for the purpose of like legwork stuff uh it will cost you a credit for each additional time you go beyond the first but you might be able to convince him to reimburse you for that that's something that i'm not going to rule out if you want a bit more time to think uh, there is a thing that's going to happen uh, at some point during the legwork phase i could have that thing happen now it's to tegan but everybody else would have a bit of thinking time 
Go on then. So you remember you did that interview for NBN. You've been getting some hate online from <sighs> the always on cyber Twitter, yeah, from the always civil internet uh, anonymous internet commenters, and you have been contacted by a net like drama channel essentially, um, who don't have very much journalistic integrity. It's safe to say, um, but this is kind of a story, and they want to make it more of a story. Um, they've asked you to comment on it, and you could just. If you want this thing to go away, it's probably best to not do this, but... I do want to be illustrious. Yeah, because if you're illustrious directive, (laughs) if you like... How famous do you want to be? Feed the trolls, then you will get an experience point, but this whole thing might escalate. I think I would would probably decline to comment. I probably won't sell out like that to some... Like, I think my desire for... To be considered seriously as a journalist is higher than my desire for fame okay so you just you just decline to go on this on this drama feed yeah they'll probably try and find some other drama to focus on instead but maybe they'll maybe they'll give it a go maybe it's a slow drama week it'd be the, the best would be if they immediately contacted harris but that does not happen drama channel just wants a wanted wanted criminal <laughs> criminals <laughs> gotta get those views gotta get that content uh okay cool so yeah where are you where are you all starting in terms of in terms of prep are we pl- are we going to plan a trip to the challenge of planetoid during legwork there's the question right so i think we need to determine where we're most likely to do this whether it's challenger midway or in transit and, and go there i think midway's gonna be a lot more built up but that might work to our advantage it'll be difficult to figure this out without going to any of these places for sure i guess we could go there online you probably can i mean it's probably about the, the images are probably edited so that criminals don't use it to scope out jobs, but you can still get some info from this. That's literally what we're trying to do, though. It might show, like, facilities. Uh, let's look... I mean, we can look it up. It's like, there, you, you can't get good photos of airports in real life, right? Like, you can't do a virtual tour of Heathrow or whatever, but you can probably... Yeah, you could probably look at, like, pictures of shops and kind of puzzle something together. We could roll research for this, or I could just kind of give you an overview. When you investigate a person, place, or object, or service using a library dossier or database or a combination... Uh, ask question from the list below and roll mind. So that's the kind of if you want if the research list feels like it would be useful, then we could do that do it that way. Or I could just give you kind of an overview. I might do some research. I've got some so there's a weird plan that might be dumb. So I'm going to research it before I talk okay. about it. I'm going to roll research. Okay, I'm great at research. I might die some reasons today. Uh, so I want to research private medical facilities. Okay. Um, or kind of exclusive medical facilities. What I'm my, my current vague plan might be dumb is that um we could pose as a private doctor who wanted who's, who's been asked to carry out a uh an operation on a celebrity who wants anonymity uh, so he's traveling to somewhere to have it uh, out of the glare of the spotlight and wants to use the facilities we probably have to pay for it but uh, on the condition that they are discreet and private so I wanted to have a look around for places. Like, what I'm basically looking for is celebrity hospitals. Uh, we could almost certainly conv- convince Anderson to pay for, or at least contribute to, the facilities required, as well as like uh, some kind of reward payment kind of thing. Yeah, so I'm going to look for somewhere that, that might be suitable. Okay, uh, so take Intel, because that's also just what the move does. And then I'll answer your questions. So... Is this just covering... This is covering the whole journey, right? Like places where private medical facilities yeah, yeah. exist. Uh, okay. So there are... So medical facilities... Yeah, they're reasonably common on the trip. Things that actually suit what you want. Um, there are medical facilities on Earth Station, but most of them are all, like, official. 
In fact, I'd say they're just all, they're, all of them are, are actually official. Um, there are hotels and stuff there, but nothing that would have anything like that. But there are, if you could, if you could somehow convince someone to let you use like an official security um, medical bay or one, one for travelers, that, that does, I guess that does exist. There's actually a couple of options at Midway Station. Um, there's a there's a very um, upscale hotel on Midway called the Callisto Hotel um, that has very good medical facilities in it because is it's it's um, it's the kind of hotel stayed at by people willing to pay lots of money to still be alive past when they should be. So it's got top of the range medical facilities. There's also just a, a hospital on Midway, uh, like a private uh, HB cybernetics affiliated hospital, which is kind of perfect. Um, just called the just called the Midway Cybernetics Hospital, um, that is affiliated with HB. Um, at the there is also a medical facility on. I'm just trying to work out if it's more likely that it's on near side or far side. Probably near side. Yeah. So on near side, there's also a hospital, um, which is just like, which is just a big a big place kind of for any medical emergency that might arise to and from and also it's private but it goes all the way from very low level emergency service style service to quite you know fancy swanky um setup so that kind of place would also be perfect that's just called the nearside medical center um so also i've got this intel from getting the job um i was wondering if maybe we could use that to uh, understand a bit more about the actual cybernetics and like if any if we're gonna have to get hold of any special equipment or drugs beforehand maybe uh anderson knows the exact make and model or something like that his cybernetics are quite are experimental and not commonplace i think you would need more than an intel for that i think you would need to declare a contact or do a thing like do a thing with some risk associated to get that info um y- and so Anaya did tell you that Anderson thinks that this this surgery can be performed without specialized equipment. It's just that specialized equipment might make it better or easier. So that I'll give you that info. Like if Esteban just turns up with a decently stocked medical kit, he can at least attempt to do this. I'm not going to screw you at the last minute by being like, you forgot the thing, lol. All right. I need I want to find a way for me to get out of a beanstalk. That's that's. Step one is figuring out how I get past any security check that will show me up on the criminals database and probably some other databases. Yeah, likewise, I want to work out what stuff I can take with me. I'm also not interested in going up the beanstalk legitimately. So maybe we can coordinate. (laughs) No, but maybe we can coordinate, right? Like, if we both want to go up. Okay, yeah, maybe we can coordinate. I actually think that she'll probably note, like, I don't know. She's done a lot of stuff that involves stealing shipments or whatever like she's probably hung around the bottom of the beanstalk she's probably hung around the route before okay like, i don't know she might have some contacts yeah. i think basically any of you could have a relevant contact here you all have you're all come from walks of life where this kind of thing would be relevant so yeah any yeah. of you can declare if a contact shell in. wants to go meet some like beanstalky people then i, I would definitely i, could, I think i think i think we could i think shell could easily have a beanstalk she could know like a uh a, 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 someone who works at the route who is kind of bought off by los scorpiones who is known to be to let people kind of slip through a door or whatever, like uh, skip security, that kind of thing. Uh, I think that could definitely be a thing, a contact that Shell would have. Oh, okay. So this is probably kind of like, yeah, Lost Score would probably use like a low-tech solution to this problem where it wouldn't be about 
lots of fake IDs and biometric stuff. It would just be about knowing which guard. It'd just be it'd be about corrupting a guard, getting someone on the payroll, and let, getting them to just show you through a door at the right time. Knowing who will open the, you know, open the back access door for you at certain. It'd be a way we could all get. Maybe all of us could get through with questionable gear. Maybe that we wouldn't normally be allowed. Like take some tech with us. I mean, if we want to like minimize risk, then those of us who want to go illicitly go illicitly, carry all the weird gear, and the others can go up with regular gear. I'm not sure Tegan necessarily needs to go up either, because if Anderson wants to minimize direct contact, then he's not going to want to meet up for a chat beforehand. You are most likely to be able to cover us, though, like like uh, convince people that we're meant to be there or whatever. Or... Okay, yeah, that's fair. I think Anair also expressed that or expresses that Anderson would prefer for you to be there because he knows and trusts you and doesn't know anybody else. But that 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 aspect of the job is like that's an advantage to you being there. I'm not saying it's necessary for the mission. So was Esteban planning on trying to book out some space in a? I was thinking about it. We don't have to. I mean, that I like the plan. I'm I'm good with I, it. I, I like it because it takes away any risk of doing dodgy yeah, surgery. No, I, I and like it. Then having to deal with a dead body, for example. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I think all the hotels I gave you, you can't just book into. That that would be a that would be an element of legwork. Basically, I'm not just going to chuck. Yeah, be more than we, we would be lying as well. If we want to pretend that it's some celebrity that wants discretion, then Tegan should do like a a phone call first to like ask about whether or not that celebrity is like doing anything with them, and That's then later really on we call up and book. <laughs> That's really good. How crimey do we have to be, right? Like. <laughs> so this guy this guy wants to have the surgery right so he's he's on board right it, we don't have to we don't have to like knock him out and do it against his will the only thing we need to do is you need to do it in such a way that his employers don't find out about it do we just say melange don't find out about it so i mean do we just just say that we're doing some surgery can we have a hospital area and then they're like all right I, most people, I guess, will say, "Can we do some surgery?" They'll say, "No." But if you but... if you're saying you want to do some surgery for a client, I don't know. Like if that's if that's the the path you're going to go down anyway, we don't have to be particularly clandestine about it. Maybe I feel like word could get back to Melange fairly easily, right? So in real life, you couldn't just book a room in a hospital to do to do surgery on a rando, right? Because if <laughs> if the person you're doing surgery on dies on the premises, then I think legally, whoever owns the facility would probably be like somewhat liable for what happened like i'm not i'm not a real lawyer but i don't like you would need to tell some lies i think at the very least like even a private medical facility would want a bunch of info about what was happening i think uh so i'm gonna be honest i think this is esteban's show right i think esteban needs to decide what he he thinks the best plan is and we should go through it i think that plan is best so from a medical point of view that plan is best if we can do it because of the having access to proper facilities is the priority for, for me right if we can't do it and we have to do back alley surgery then so be it but that that that's not as good we risk complications mm-hmm.